Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. So we're doing a series called Roots. Roots. And we're talk- the first week we talked about um, that when you plant your life in Him, that you will be unshakable. That no matter, this was before COVID-19, right? We were talking about this. But, but, but when, no matter the storms of life, no matter what's happening around you, when you plant your life in Him, that you will be unshakable. Because you are planting your life, you're putting your roots down into someone who is unshakable. That God does not change, that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That you will be unshakable. The second week, last week, we talked about um, that when you anchor your life to Him, you're anchored for adventure. When you anchor your faith to Him, you're anchored for adventure. Going places where only you could go if you have your faith attached to him, right? Not attached to our prayers, but the one we're praying to. Not attached to the good things, but the good one, the one who every good thing comes from, right? Uh, Because God has higher ways, better thoughts than any of you or I could come up with. If we had a massive brainstorming session and we thought and we said, we're not letting anybody out of this room for a week, even if we did that, his thoughts are better than our thoughts. His ways are better than our ways. And so as we anchor our lives to him. We'll be able to go to those higher thoughts, those higher ways, those plans and purposes that God has for you. You know, so today we're going to continue and we're doing, uh, the title of my message today, if you're taking notes, is here. Here. H-E-R-E. Here. Uh, you know, John fourteen twenty six says this, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you your, uh, to your remembrance all the things that I said to you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Isn't that good? My peace I leave with you. Jesus says he has his peace for you. I love this verse. I love this verse. Have you ever had, when you're having a week when you're having a week, maybe like a week like this past one or having challenges, have you ever said, I just need a place of peace? I just need a place of peace. Maybe when there's pressures, busyness, the chaos of just life, going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. Uh, maybe you get some financial pressures, everything going on around in our world. Have you ever thought, I just need a place of peace? When you're at the max. Have you ever had that? Yeah? Now let's imagine for a minute you say say to God, hey, God, I need a place of peace. I need a peaceful place. I need a peace to rest. So you say, God, hey, I need this. And then God, he gives you this. Audrey will show this first one. So God, he gives you this. He gives you this. This is sort of weird. Why would he give you that? Well, we're, you, we're gonna imagine. But God gives you this. Three, one, three, four. And you think, Okay, this is the address of peace that God has given me. He's only, but he's only given me part of it. He's only given me part of the address. It looks like an address. I know that his peace is out there somewhere, but he hasn't given me the full thing. So what do you do? You remember, ah, I saw someone have an Instagram post on their story, and they looked so peaceful 
They look so at peace, so at rest. Uh, they must be at this address. So you say, what avenue were you on? They say 12th Avenue Southwest. So what you do is you, we're using our imagination, people. Okay, what you do is you then, of course, if you get an address, you don't know where you're going, what do you do? You put it into Google, right? You Google it, and or Siri, hey, no hating on the Siri, um, or Siri, and you say, okay, you punch in 3134 12th Avenue Southwest, and it, it, you hit go, and it says, starting route. And you go, and you're driving, and you're looking down at your phone, trying not to break the law, but you're still looking. And, um, and you're driving, and, and you're going, and it's taking you from here. You're going down the bridge, uh, down Crow, uh, the Crow, Crowfoot Bridge, Crowchild Bridge, thank you. And, and it, of course, there's construction, so it's lower, and you're just thinking, I just need to get to the place of peace. I just need to get to this place of peace. And you're getting, like, frustrated. Why does the guy with the stop sign put out the stop sign at this very moment? I need to get to this place of peace. I know that there's this place. I need to get this place of peace. Then you get off there. You merge onto Bow Trail, because that's the way you'd be going. You're merging onto Bow Trail. You're going up, and then you're driving. You're driving it saying, uh, destination in 800 meters. You're like, yeah, we're going by meters. Okay, Siri, let's do this. And you're driving, you're driving. And then it says, you have arrived. You have arrived. And, but there's a problem. Because if you punch into Google right now, 3134 12th Avenue Southwest, this is what you have. It is a side street beside Bow Trail and this isn't peaceful. Cars are going by 70 kilometers an hour. You're hearing, it is not peaceful at all. But this is the, the place that your friend posted the Instagram picture. Then you realize you look behind you. You look behind you, Audrey, and, and the next thing you see is this. Is you realize that this is the same street. The street's right here. That's the house. They just selfied it, put a filter on, and you just saw this, this little tree there in the midst of, on the center of Bow Trail. And you're thinking, this is not a place of peace. So you think, I must have got the avenue wrong. I'm going to go instead to street. So then you say, okay, because this is not a peaceful place. There's no peace here. So then you go to the next place, and you, and you don't find anything. Thanks, Audrey. That's great. Um, and, and you just go there, and there is nothing there. You go, and it is not a peaceful place. Instead, it's a warehouse. And you're like, this is not a peaceful place. Why did God, why did you only give me part of the address? You said that you gave me your peace, but I can't find my place of peace. You only gave me half the information. You didn't even tell me, God, we're in Calgary. There's four quadrants. Which one? And you get frustrated. But maybe, just maybe, we actually have it upside down. We see 3134 as, as a place of peace where it really is actually just a response of peace. Where when we say um, peace, God, I need peace, he instead says H-E-R-E. -E. He says here. But we just have it upside down where we're actually looking for a place of peace. But however, peace is not a place. It is not a place of peace. Peace is actually a person. That when we say, God, I need a place of peace, I need your peace, he says here. 
but sometimes I think we can get it upside down. Thank you, Audrey. We can get it sometimes upside down, and we see it instead as, I need that place of peace. When I am on vacation, then I will have peace. But then you rush to the airport, you stand in line, you rush to the seat, they got you a middle seat, you get there, two, of the three day, two out of the 11 days are raining, and you're not having peace there, right? And you're like, well, this wasn't peace. I worked all year for these two weeks. Next year will be three, but two weeks, and no peace. Or maybe it's instead of a, a physical location, maybe it's like a financial location. I will have peace when I have this much in my bank account. When I have this much, when I, when I pay off my house, then I will have peace. When, when, I, when I maybe even just own a house, Josiah, then I will have peace. Right? However, that's not it. Or maybe it's even a place of peace, right? Where we're, where we're seeing vacation or a financial standing or maybe a perfect time of peace. Maybe the location is a time. When, when, when once I have, a, have kids, then I will be at peace. Once my kids are out of diapers, then I will have peace. Once they're out of my house, then I will have peace. Once I have grandkids, then I will have peace. Right? Or maybe it's uh, once I retire, then I can have peace. But until then, I'm just going to work, just going to just, I'm just on crow child, just in the construction zone, frustrated, out of my mind, pulling my hair out because it's taking too long. Or maybe I will have peace when in life, circumstances are certain. When life is certain, then I will have peace. When, when, when we know what's going to happen with COVID, then I will have peace. Once we know when oil is up to a certain point, then I know we will have peace. However, I think we need to stop looking for a perfect situation and start looking to a perfect Savior. That Jesus, He is actually, that, that peace is not a place, He is a person. And His name is Jesus. That, you know, Jesus, uh, in, in John 16, 31 Jesus replied, now you finally believe in me, and the time has come when you will all be scattered, and each one of you will go your own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am never alone, for the Father is always with me. And everything I taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you, and uh, will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrow, but you must be courageous, for I have overcome the world. You know, we have peace in uncertain times because, of, because our peace is not a place. Our peace is not a moment in time. Our peace is Jesus. That we have peace in God. That actually peace comes from the presence of God. That, that as we do life with him, abide with him, that that is where our peace is. When we say peace, he says here. When we say peace, he says here. You know, as Christians, our lives are rooted in him. Our lives are rooted in him. 
that you've been grafted into him. And when you made Jesus Lord of your life, you are now the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. The same power that raised Christ from the dead today dwells in you, is in you. The same power that raised Christ from the dead, it is in you. God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So you can continually be in the presence of God and in the presence of God who is peace, who brings peace, who you can continually be. Because peace isn't a place. Peace is not a feeling. Peace is a person. And that when you do life with him, that no matter what's happening around you, that you can have peace. Because you are today, your life is rooted and grounded in him. No matter the storms that are going around you, you can be rooted and grounded in him. No matter what disease, no matter what the economy, no matter what people's attitudes are around you, no matter what's happening externally, you can have peace in the midst of the storm because your peace isn't a place. Your peace isn't a point in time. Your peace isn't when everything is perfect. Your peace is that relationship with Jesus that you can walk, work, watch how he does things, Jesus, and learn that unforced rhythm of grace, right? He is certain in uncertain times. He is our peace. Because Jesus has conquered the world today, you don't have to find that perfect situation for peace, that for perfect place for peace, but instead look unto that perfect, our perfect Savior. You know, you already have peace inside of you because you've got God inside of you, regardless of what's going on around you, that you have peace available to you because you are planted in him. One of my favorite verses is in Psalms 92, 12 to 13. It says, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. You know, you will thrive in life because you are planted in him. No matter what's going on around you, you will thrive in the midst of the storm. In the midst of the storm, you will thrive. But then it's, we got peace, but then it's just walking out that peace. Because I don't know about you, but even with everything going on, there were moments of time where I was like, oh my gosh. Ah! And then I'm like, wait a minute. No. Right? I had to pull myself back. But in the midst of chaos, uncertainty, we can walk out that peace. Allow the peace that is already in us to walk in it. In times of chaos, uncertainty, uh, I think we can control, control what you can, and then pray about the rest. Control what you can, and then pray about the rest. You know, Philippians 4 tells us this. In the Passion, it says, uh, Philippians 4, 6, it says, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Offering your faith-filled requests before God with un uh, uh, overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answer known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on what is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have uh, imparted to you and, uh, and 
and the God of peace will be with you uh, all in all things. It's hard when you have like another translation memorized. Okay, but that is what it says. Here's, I see, see four things out of here that I think we can apply to our life. The first one is saturate our life in prayer each day. Saturate our life in prayer each day. You know, prayer really is what? It's talking and connecting with God. It's not a monologue, but it really is a dialogue where you talk, but then there's a part of where then you listen and God talks to you. Uh, it is you speaking to God and then listening to him. In those times, I believe God will speak to you, lead you, give you peace in the midst of the storm. You know, the second thing I see is think about what you're thinking about. You know, think on, like the scripture says, think on authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beauty, holy things. Fasten your, your thoughts on God and the finished works of Jesus. Don't just be thinking about anything. Actually be intentional about what am I putting in front of myself? You know, think on the finished works of God. You know, when it comes to the whole thing that's going on in our world right now, I think it's absolutely important to get information, to stay informed. I think faith and wisdom go hand in hand. But I think as well is that at times we can just saturate ourselves with, with like all the news reports, everything going on around in the world. And it just, instead of saturating ourselves in prayer or keeping those things that in, in front of us that will actually build us up, instead we keep all these things from the news in front of us and it, in, it creates fear. It creates some anxiety. It creates um, some, some like, ah, right? Even though some of those things are happening on the other side of the world, right? So I think we need to div rightly divide truth, right? Okay, what is true? Think on those things that are true. And for the whole COVID-19, I keep in front of my thoughts Psalms 91. I think, hey, it's not coming near. It's not touching us. It's not going to affect us. This is what God said. You know, Romans 12, uh, 2, it talks about uh, that don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, I believe that we need to think about what we're thinking about. Put the Word of God in front of us. Get into God's Word. What does He say? What is He saying to us? And that will build our faith. Build our faith, our trust in Him, and that, so that you can actually anchor your life in Him. The third thing I see is, is praising God magnifying God, you know, singing to him, praising him in times of crisis and uncertainty. We need to be praising God. We need to be declaring how good God is. We need to declare out loud, not just even thinking about it, but actually declaring, saying, God, I, you are so good. You are so faithful. God, you are my rock. Start praising him of saying, you know what? God, you are good. You are faithful. God, I know that you've got me. I know that when you've said it in your word, if you've said it, if it isn't finished, it means you're not done. God, you are a finisher of what you say. You are my banner. You are my shelter, right? Declaring who God is. And really, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So declaring what God says in his word. Declaring what God says in, in his word. And not just uh, for this time right now, but throughout time. Going through and declaring what God says. You know, praise and worship, I think, uh, to God takes the attention off of things that we shouldn't. And keeps our eyes, our focus on him. Keeps our eyes and attention on Jesus. And the fourth thing I see is... Uh, is just being a Christ-centered community. 
to encourage one another, build each other up. I read that scripture earlier in Hebrews 10.24 about, hey, let's not forsake getting together. Why? Because this is actually, this whole thing is not man's plan. This is God's plan for, uh, for us and also for the world. So that's why, you know, Sunday gatherings are so important. Thrive groups. Uh, you know, maybe even starting, if you want, like, I just learned this this week, that you can do like a Bible reading uh, plan with someone on version. How did I not know that? That started like probably 10 years ago, but I'm going to probably start doing that. But like, you know, coming together around God, His goodness, His Word, what God has said, you know, that's why it's, it's not just a religious thing. That's why we don't have a time punch out front and you punch your Christian card in, right? And you've done your religious duty. It's actually God who says, hey, it's good for you that we come together. We talk around the word of God, build ourselves up, talk about who he is, what he's done, the finished works of Jesus. You know, you have peace inside of you. And when you say, God, I need a place of peace, he's not going to give you an address. He's not going to say, go over here or wait until you get to this one time. He's just going to say, when you say, God, I need peace, I need a place of peace, he's just going to say, here, I'm here, I'm here. And then through that, then you can walk in his peace. Amen. Would you stand with me? You know, as Christians, your life is rooted and planted in him. Uh, When you need peace, when you say, God, I need peace, peace. I need a place of peace. He says, here I am. Here I am. I am your peace. That it isn't a place, an address that we one day get to. He is our peace. He is the prince of peace. That, that he is peace no matter the, what storms of life are going around, no matter what challenges are going on, no matter if it's a high point or a low point, that God is good that he is faithful, he is unchanging, that he will do what he said he will do in his word. You can anchor your life, your hope on him. And know what? He loves you. He cares about you. The Bible says in Romans 8, 38, 39, this is by far my favorite. I've been saying a lot of my favorites, but this is by far my favorite, that nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He loves you so much. Nothing going on around, nothing going on in family, nothing that you've done can separate you from how much God loves you. You know, we can walk out that peace. Because today you got a peace inside of you. you got Spirit of God inside of you. We can walk it out. How? By praying, connecting with God. By thinking on the things of God, you know, praising God, magnifying Him, and then doing this. This is why, because we, we were keeping up to date all on what, what the government was saying. I was checking like 20 times last night, make sure we were still good, like that they hadn't. And, but the reason why we did this, why we're still here, is because this is so important. This is so important to come together, to talk about his word, to, to, to worship him together, to come and, and stand in faith and come together. There's, there's a blessing that God has when we're in unity. And I just really felt that even, that song that we're singing about peace, I just, I felt just God's presence so heavy during that. I think we need that. Come together. 
Today, I want to pray for peace this morning for people and that the peace that God has for you will, will really fill you and that you'll experience his peace. So let's just pray right now. Father, I just thank you for your peace that goes beyond all understanding. That peace isn't a place or a destination far off, but peace, that you are our peace. You are the Prince of Peace. And that we get to do life with you. We get to walk with you, work with you. Watch how you do things. We get to learn your unforced rhythms of grace. And God, we know you don't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on, on us, but that we get to keep company with you, work with you, and do life with you. And that you are our peace amidst all the ups, all the downs of life. That we can be unshakable in our peace because our peace is unshakable. That we can be certain in uncertainty because you are certain. So this morning I thank you for your peace for every single person here. Just to fill hearts. Father, where there's maybe anxiety or fear, Father, I just pray that your love fills that place. And that your peace would just fill their hearts. God, we know that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That Jesus, you paid for it all. You paid for it all. And that we, today we can walk in what you've paid for us. So I thank you for that. Father, I thank you for freedom in people's hearts. Father, where fear has caused people to feel confined bound, shackled. Right now, in Jesus' name, we break fear off and we speak freedom in Jesus' name. We thank you for where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom and there is liberty. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, Thrive Calgary. See you next time.